Hello and welcome to Back of the Card Sports Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your sports trivia knowledge over a variety of sports and topics. My name is Court and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions, covering everything from your basic sports to some unknown sports. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Make sure you follow us here on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok and let us know what your score is. Well, it's been a fun week of sports. We had a lot going on, even though, you know, it's the end of July, you know, we're starting to gear up more for the NFL season. But today's first topic is proof that, you know, we can find some fun things to watch. And that is the Women's World Cup. The Women's World Cup started last week, and the U.S. started with a nice little 3-0 victory. Though they did look sloppy, they had a bunch of shots on goal, but only nine of them ended up hitting either the goal or the goalie. Three of them did go in, so that's a good thing. But they need to finish, especially if they want to win this group and they want to take down the Netherlands tomorrow. But... This first round is going to talk about all the Women's World Cup, kind of get us ready for what is going on over there. So let's get started with question number one. In what country is this year's Women's World Cup being held? Question number two. Which country has won the most Women's World Cups? Question number three. When was the first Women's World Cup and which country hosted that tournament? Question number four. Who won the Golden Ball Award for the best player in the tournament in the 2019 Women's World Cup? Question number five. Who is the top scorer of the 2019 Women's World Cup? And question number six. In which year did the Women's World Cup expand its format from 16 to 24 teams? All right, I'm going to give you a little bit of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. All right, let's get you some answers here on the Women's World Cup. So starting out with question number one. In what country is this year's Women's World Cup being held? Well, that one's kind of a trick question. It's Australia and New Zealand. If you just said Australia, you get the point. There's only like two or three matches that are being played in New Zealand. But for the most part, if you had said Australia, you get the point. Question number two is what country has won the most Women's World Cup titles? Well, that is, of course, the USA. We've won a total of Four. Question number three, when was the first Women's World Cup held and which country hosted the tournament? Well, the first Women's World Cup was in 1991 and it was hosted by China. So obviously hasn't been around that long. That's why four titles is the most on our end. Um, something that's kind of cool and we're going for the first ever three-peat out of men's or women's World Cup. Kind of cool if we could get that. Question number four, who won the Golden Ball Award for the best player of the tournament in the 2019 Women's World Cup? Well, that was Megan Rapone. Obviously, she played for the U.S. Uh, she had a phenomenal tournament in 2019. I already said that this will be her last World Cup. Makes sense. She's starting to get up there in age. So that one makes sense as well. 
Question number five, who was the top scorer for the 2019 Women's World Cup? Well, that was Ellen White from England. She led all scorers in goals in the 2019 World Cup. So she is therefore the top scorer. Question number six, in which year did the Women's World Cup expand from 16 to 24 teams? Well, that was in 2015. So um, not this last one, but the one before that, that's when they expanded the field, kind of be able to fit more of the men's format. The reason why they did that was the men, they're kind of all bunched together. Yeah, you have a couple at the top, but then there's all a big bunch. In the women, we saw that. And the fact that the U.S. won 3 nothing, and Vietnam is ranked like 30th in the world. Now, granted, we're usually one or two, but usually for men's, it's a little bit closer of a differential between those two numbers. All right, let's move on now to round number two. Round two is our quick hitters round. This round is filled with some questions that are quick hitters and have simple answers. Today's category is baseball outs. I'm going to give you the marking that someone would make in their scorebook for baseball. You just have to basically put into words what just happened. So let's get started with question number one, a backwards K. Question number two, 6-4. Question number three, F8, Frank 8, F8. Question number four, CS, Cat Snake, CS. Question number five, L5, L as in Larry, five, L5. And last but not least, 3U. 3Umbrella. Three 3U. Three so this is one of my favorite things to do when I go to like a minor league game is to do the scorebook. It's just kind of fun. So this just kind of adds to it, kind of knowing these marks. Maybe will help you kind of understand how to do a scorebook a little bit more as well. So let's start at the top with question number one, a backwards K. Well, someone got out by striking out and looking. So um, a regular forward K is striking out while swinging. Backwards K is striking out looking. All right, 6-4. That is a ground out from the shortstop to the second baseman. So shortstop is number six. Threw the ball over to the second baseman. Number four, more than likely probably touched second base. And that was an out. Next one, F. Eight, well, that is a fly out to center field. Number eight is the center fielder, so F8 is a fly out to center field. CS, that is caught stealing. So usually you put that on the runner that got caught. Obviously, from their last base, you'll be able to tell what base they got caught stealing, but that is a CS. L5, this one is up for debate on what is an L, but an L stands for line drive. And five would be to third base, so a line drive to third base, usually a caught out. Last but not least, three U, that is an unassisted play by the first baseman. Usually that means they grounded the uh, ball and they touched first base. So yeah, those are some cute little ways in which you can remember some of the ways to mark some outs on your scorebook next time that you are doing score for a baseball game. Let's move on now to round number three, connections that make contact. This round will have five questions that may or may not be sports related, but the answers do relate to each other in some way through sports. The sixth question will be the connection between the five answers. So let's get started with question number one. 
who is the baseball player known as the Crime Dog and started his career with the Blue Jays? Question number two. Who won the NL Rookie of the Year with the Phillies in 1997 and is part of the Cardinals Hall of Fame? Question number three. Big Poppy is a famous player who spent most of his time as a Red Sox. What is his actual name? Question number four. What player is known to be the best first baseman in the game during the 1950s and was a teammate of Jackie Robinson's? Question number five. What player played his entire career with the Twins from 1962 to 1976, was an eight-time All-Star, and has his number six retired by the Twins? And question number six is what is the connection between those answers? I'm going to give you a little bit of music, try to come up with those answers, and I will be back shortly. All right, let's see if we can make a little contact, make a connection here between these answers. So question number one, who is the baseball player known as the crime dog and started his career with the Blue Jays? Well, that is Fred McGriff. Question two was who won the NL Rookie of the Year with the Phillies in 1997 and is part of the Cardinals Hall of Fame? Well, that is Scott Rowland. Question number three, Big Poppy is a famous player who spent most of his career with the Red Sox. What is his actual name? That is David Ortiz. He is also now known as the reason why Derek Jeter apparently can't be on TV anymore because uh, Derek Jeter can't apparently take a joke. Um, but yeah, that is David Ortiz. Question four is what player is known to be the best first baseman in the game during the 1950s and was a teammate to Jackie Robinson's? Well, that was Gil Hodges. And then question number five, what player played his entire career with the Twins from 1962 to 1976, was an eight-time All-Star and, and has his number six retired by the Twins? That is Tony Olivia. So you had answers of Fred McGriff, Scott Rowland, David Ortiz, Gil Hodges, and Tony Olivia. Well, those are all members and the last five members to be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Now, this year we only had two inductees. We had Fred McGriff and we had Scott Rowland. They got inducted this past weekend. Last year, you had David Ortiz, Gil Hodges, and Tony Olivia, along with a couple other individuals getting brought into the Hall of Fame. So those are all part of the last two classes of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Now, we can go on and on about how the voting is for the Baseball Hall of Fame, but we only have a certain amount of time, and I want to continue on to the next subject. And we're going to kind of go back to soccer here, and we're going to talk today about Lionel Messi. So round number four is all about Lionel Messi. Inter Milan had a shot in the arm brought to the organization, and the MLS did as well when Lionel Messi took his famous name and all of the talent that he has to Inter Miami, and that bolstered not only the club, but the league as a whole. So let's talk about one of the most famous people in the world and ask you some questions about Lionel Messi. So question number one, what country does Lionel Messi represent in international football? 
Question number two. Within two years, in what year did Lionel Messi make his professional debut for FC Barcelona? Question number three. What club did Lionel Messi join in August of 2021, ending his long tenure with FC Barcelona? Question number four. Who is Lionel Messi's longtime rival, often compared to him in discussions about the greatest footballer of their generation? Question number five. What is the nickname given to Lionel Messi by his fans due to his short stature and his incredible dribbling skills? And question number six. How many Ballon d'Or awards has Lionel Messi won as the best footballer in the world? Alright, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music and then we will go through those answers. All right, let's get you some answers here on Lionel Messi. So question number one is, what country does Lionel Messi represent in international football? Well, he represents Argentina. Good to see him finally win a World Cup last year. It was good to see that. Question number two, within two years, what year did Lionel Messi make his professional debut with FC Barcelona? Well, he made his debut with Barcelona in 2004. So in order to get the point, you had to guess between 2002 and 2006. Now, I sometimes get labeled a bandwagoner because I have been a Barcelona fan for a long time, but I was drawn to Barcelona not by Messi, but by Ronaldinho. And he kind of, he predates Messi, so... I'm a Barcelona fan. We are in shambles right now, though we are still in La Liga. So, you know, there's still hope for us. But at the same point, Barcelona is in shambles right now, and they have been ever since Messi left. Question number three. What club did Lionel Messi join in August of 2021, ending his tenure with Barcelona? Well, he joined Paris Saint-Germain, a.k.a. PSG. He joined them in August of 2021. Now, the time between him joining... PSG and him joining Inter Miami, that's a little bit fuzzy as to everything that happened. Was Saudi Arabia involved? Da, 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 da. There was there was just a lot going on there. But at the end of the day, he is with Inter Miami at this point. Question number four, who is Lionel Messi's longtime rival? Well, that is, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo, who obviously, shortly after Messi signed with Inter Miami, said, I'm never going to the United States. I think he's pretty well tied into the Saudis right now at this point. Question number five. What is the nickname given to Lionel Messi by his fans due to his short stature and incredible dribbling skills? Well, that is La Pulga. I'm sorry if I messed that up, but it means the flea in Spanish. Obviously, he is very quick. He is incredible with the ball on his foot, so that fits him very nicely. And last but not least, question number six. How many Ballon d'Or awards has Lionel Messi won as the best footballer in the world? He has won seven. He is at the top of the heap there. He has won more than Cristiano Ronaldo and any other player, so he is at the top of the pile there. 
All right, so it is time for our final round now, round number five, and we are going to continue this theme of us getting ready for the start of the NFL season, and we are going to talk about the NFC East. So this week we're going to cover the NFC East, so the Cowboys, the Giants, the Eagles, the Commanders, all these questions have to do with one or more of those teams. So let's get started with question number one. Who is the legendary NFL Giants quarterback who won two Super Bowl MVP awards and led the, the team to victories in Super Bowl 42 and 46. Question number two. Who is the legendary Philadelphia Eagles safety known for his exceptional career and famous interception return for a touchdown in Super Bowl 39? Question number three. Who is the former head coach of the Washington Commanders, then known as, as the Redskins, known for leading the team to a Super Bowl victory during the 1991 season? Question number four. What former Cowboy holds the team's career record in receiving yards and is second in career receiving touchdowns? Question number five. Which iconic Philadelphia Eagles quarterback led the team to its first and only Super Bowl victory in the 2017 season? And question number six. Who is the legendary quarterback often referred to as Captain America and is known for leading the Dallas Cowboys to three Super Bowl victories in the 90s? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, and then I will return with the answers. All right, let's get you some answers here on the NFC East. So question number one. Who is the legendary NFL Giants quarterback who won two Super Bowl MVP awards and led the team to victories in Super Bowl 42 and 46? Well, that is Eli Manning. Reminder, he, he beat the Patriots in both of those Super Bowls. Question number two, who is the legendary Philadelphia Eagles safety known for his exceptional career and famous interception return for a touchdown in Super Bowl 39? That is Brian Dawkins. All right, question number three. Who is the former head coach of the Washington Commanders, then known as the Washington Redskins, known for leading his team to a Super Bowl victory in the 1991 season? Well, that is Joe Gibbs. Could have also said is the owner of a NASCAR team as well. You would have gotten the same answer. Question number four is what former Cowboy holds the team career record in receiving yards and is second in receiving touchdowns? Well, that is Jason Witten. Yes, the tight end is the career leader in receiving yards with 12,977, and he does have 72 career touchdowns. That puts him as number two on the receiving touchdowns list for the Cowboys. Question number five, what iconic Philadelphia Eagles quarterback led the team to its first and only Super Bowl victory in 2017? They made him a statue. He's been nothing but a backup ever since and has not had the career that we all thought he might have had after leading the Eagles to that Super Bowl. That is Nick Foles. 
Last but not least, who is the legendary quarterback often referred to as Captain America and is known for leading the Dallas Cowboys to three Super Bowl victories in the 90s? All I had to say was who is the color commentary on Monday Night Football? Same answer there as well. That is Troy Aikman. Well, that's all that we have for today. I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I will return next Tuesday with more questions and more fun. Make sure you're following us on Apple and make sure when you select to follow, you choose to automatically download. If Apple isn't your thing, make sure you subscribe everywhere else. Please leave a five-star review wherever you can and follow us on social media at Back of the Card Trivia on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Well, hey, my name's Court. The dog's name is Milo. I appreciate you tuning in and I will see you next week.